Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to welcome all of you peeps out there that tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and the Dr. Pat Show. And for more information about us, you know what? We've made it super easy. We're very excited. Go to the com or go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Or if you don't want to type all that in, just go to TTRNetwork.com. I think we set that up. Jessica, ping me if I got that wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, I am getting uh, coming into the what century are we in, Benny? 21st century. Coming, coming into the 21st century. That's what I think is happening. Benny, I have a disturbing thing to tell you. What's going on? It's disturbing. I like that Will I Am Britney Spears song, right? Twist and shout or whatever it's called. Shout, right? So all of a sudden, they've edited the version that was playing on the radio, and they took out a word that Brittany says. And I thought, wow, is that like an FCC rule? Can't you say that word? I mean, they say that word on television. It's the, it's the B word. And so all the songs now on our local stations, I'm not going to mention any names, they used to play the other version of it, right? And, it, and, and Will I Am says, da-da-da, and, you know, blah, blah, which... And then Brittany comes on and says something, something, Brittany blank. So I don't know if that's an FCC word you can't say or not. But it's interesting about that because the song doesn't work anymore. Can you believe I am so little that I hung on to a song that has a cuss word in it? No, that's funny. I just thought that was funny when I heard that because I'm singing to it in my car, right? And so I'm filling the blanks. I'm saying, oh, my God, what's missing? They changed the song. And it's so funny because there's so much explicit language and whatnot on television. I mean, I, I can't even believe some of the stuff on television anymore. But I think anymore. it's the reference to which she means the B word. and that's Oh, I mean. is that what it is? That's what I would say. Okay. Well, that she's calling herself the B word, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's still a person, not the animal. Oh, it's how good you point. frame your language. Ew, so they caught her on that after a gazillion airings of that. I, somebody I don't somebody know. had to do it. I, I don't know somebody, specifically yeah, on the rules. But. I don't know the rules, but I'll tell you, somebody had to catch her. Anyway, that's my little trivia for today. We've got a great two hours of talk radio for you guys today. Uh, welcome out there. And I'm sure, Brian, if you're listening to the show, you're going to be pinging me pretty soon on Skype telling me exactly what that's about. <laughs> But those of you out there, thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. It is such an honor and a pleasure to kind of hang out with you guys. Uh, we've got a couple of great hours for you. But before we, before I introduce the first show, I'm, very, I'm a little nervous about the first hour. A little nervous here. 
But before we do, I've got these prosperity cards. Thanks to our buddy Heidi Bayer, who left me another message. Heidi, if you're listening, please email Linda back so we could bring you on and give away all these cards. Prosperitycards.com is the website. We're going to pull one of these cards right now, Mr. Benny. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. All right, everybody, here we go. Uh, I just did, I'm going to do a shuffle live so you guys can see. Ready? Bada bing, bada bam. Oh, wrong side. Okay, prosperity law number 41. Oh, this is a good one. I believe, oh, this is perfect for this show about writing a book today. Oh, my gosh. I believe in myself and my unlimited potential. That's potentiality. Uh, I believe in myself and my unlimited potential. Uh, feel confident about your ideas and abilities. You'll, you have deep resources of untapped inner strength. Believe in your power to change and become the person you've always wanted to be. Boy, if that isn't a lifelong journey. And my problem is I think I change who I want to be from time to time. That could get you in a little trouble. Well, the first hour of the show, everybody, here's what we're doing. It is finally time for me to have a conversation with someone that knows about writing a book today. And all of you out there, you, I know you've called into the show and you have asked questions about writing your own book or somebody has said, you know, why don't you write your own book? Uh, guess what? This show is for you. If there's a book in your head, you got that? <laughs> if there's a book in your head, it's time to get it in your hands. Uh, this is with founder, publisher, and award-winning author, Lisa Umini. I'm Umina, I want to call that. And Lisa, I want to welcome you to the show. I mispronounced. Let me tell you why I mispronounced your name. I spent this morning, are you ready for this? <laughs> I spent this morning, before I came to the station, with a group of my friends. It's one of my friends' birthday. It's her birthday. Okay. Now, she is a genealogy expert, right? You understand about going into uh-huh. family yeah. history? Uh, and so we all had to show up for her birthday today bringing history about our family. And so I spent hours pulling stuff off the Internet about my family. I found a lot of interesting things. But I have pronounced and mispronounced more Italian names in the past 12 hours <laughs> than I have ever even seen in my entire life. So how do we I – did, I know I killed it. I said Umina. I said um, okay. Umini, right? Okay. Well, it's, it's actually just say the U. It is, it's Umina. Umina. Uh, that is because almost any name, almost every name in my family ends with an I, according to the Internet. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that is so cool about talking with you, and let me just tell everybody a little bit who Lisa is. Uh, you know, she is the founder and the president of Halo Publishing International and, and an award-winning author. But beyond all of that, you know, when somebody decides that they're going to help other people understand what writing a book is about – then what they're doing really is, you know, what Lisa's doing is she's taking a message out into the world and saying, you know what, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you understand what this journey is about. I'm here to help you understand what is success in that in, in taking that venture and actually coming out into the world and, and taking action and publishing. You know, I'm going to I'm going to talk today about what a platform is. How does social media now affect publishing today? What is publishing today versus publishing even five years ago, folks? So today's show is for all of you out there that have ever thought about writing a book, 
You might be thinking about writing a book, and you might be thinking about why you haven't taken the action to write the book. So today's show is incredible, and I, I wanted to make sure that we brought somebody that knows what it is to learn the ropes, what it is about being an author, what you say yes to, and what the journey is like. Lisa, thank you for joining me here today. It's great to have you on the show. Oh, I love to be a part of a show like this with all this energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to say to you. I got a sto- sure. I have a story about myself. Want to hear my little story? Yes. Yeah. I've gotten over the story, but this is the story I carried around for a long time. You know, I grew up in an environment where, you know, now we call people learning different. We have different things that we talk about. So when, 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 when folks were growing up, when I was growing up, you didn't have sort of the tools to help kids move along. I stuttered. That's number one. And I couldn't really put a sentence together. And, you know, part of that is, and I think you know a little bit about this, right? Part of this is if you have that kind of thing that goes on, you know, putting in a sentence together isn't the easy, easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, lo and behold, here I am, right, on air for 10 years, right, doing the Dr. Pat show and talking my butt off in a lot of ways. Um, but what happens is I think that kind of thing affects how you take yourself out into the world, especially in writing. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you this question. In your experience in helping people in your own journey, what have you found to be some of the greatest challenges for people that really do have some great ideas and just cannot get them on the paper? I, I think um, one of the major things that I've found is just the fear, the fear of the exposure, the fear of feeling naked with their words coming out on paper, mm. being rejected, talking about something very true and deep within mm. themselves. I, I had one author having to write uh, a story about her daughter who has a limb difference. And um, over tears and laughter, the book was published, but mm. it, it quickly became a bestseller because the message was so important. Mm. But just the hurdle from having to expose her daughter, which her daughter already was. That was the biggest thing that was near and dear to her, was her own subject matter of the book was her daughter. And and she said, you know, I, I just want the world to treat children, people with limb differences, as their miracles. Because And, and she named her book Imagine Amazing Me. And mm. she compiled these photographs of a girl who has no legs, one arm, and she's mm. doing the toe point with her finger. And it's like you take back, you know, your bad day that you're having, and you look at an author like that, and you say, wow, had she not published something she was afraid to publish, she wouldn't have been able to inspire me Mm -hmm. or the thousands and thousands that are inspired by getting that message. So to overcome that fear and realize deep that burning passion, you know, and getting it out there, because you don't know. No one has a crystal ball, not a publishing house, Mm -hmm. nor the author how that message is going to hit home for people. And, and again, that was just one incident that came through here that I was personally feeling that I was both humbled and honored to be a part of, you know, where my career slowly changed and not into a career but a calling where I'm just, like you said, helping people feel confident enough to put it in their hands, mm-hmm. you know, and do it, to finally take that leap and do it. 
you know, it's part of this is, you know, having this conversation with you uh, about uh, all of the, you know, the challenges, the fear and so forth. Uh, one of the things that, you know, we're going to be talking about today is your book, of course, and we're going to be giving the copy away, Finding Your Voice, The Road to Publishing and Marketing. Um, it's really fascinating to have you here with a message of hope for budding authors, so to speak, or for people to have a message um, when the flip side of this is in the traditional publishing industry, you get this message of gloom and doom. You know, you get this message about mm-hmm. pff, publishing. Yeah, you know what? Don't bother. I mean, it's that kind of craziness. Or you hear about, well, publishing companies aren't what they are. Or you hear, and, you know, and I think that for some of us, we really do have a message. And, you know, we've never really thought about what the publishing industry is doing or not doing from that point of view. Uh, we, we simply know that there's something we have to put down in writing and get it out there. So the question I think that's important for, for us to look at when we come back from break is what does make an author successful? You know, what are the things that you've learned, Lisa, in your life that you cover in the book? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. You know, are you ready to find your voice? This is the book, Finding Your Voice, The Road to Publishing and Marketing. But you're going to get some insider information today, folks. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Change your coffee experience forever with Camino Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Camino Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 100 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grain. That's 855-438-8671. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker, Sue London, for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship For You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. 
we're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story. Go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane's D-R, T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at wellnessone, that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net. Cause you tell me it's make or break in this Is that why you wanted another song? Cause you asked for it, cause you need one You see, I'm not gonna write you a love song Cause you tell me it's make or break Hey everybody, welcome back. Lisa Umina joining me here today on the Dr. Pat Show. Finding your voice. The road to publishing and marketing. Hey, for you guys out there, if you have questions throughout the show, if you want to ask Lisa a question, you want to give us a shout, please go ahead and do that. 1-800-930-2819. But also, you can also type your questions in and we'll get them on air because I know there are a bunch of you out there that are thinking about writing a book. Um, You can go to the drpatshow.com website or transformationtalkradio.com website. And on the right-hand side, um, just ask your question and we'll get it on air. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, did you ever think you'd be doing what you're doing right now? No. <laughs> Me <Not at> neither. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually was in uh, trying out anyways. I, I wasn't obviously a big name because then you would really know who I am. But I did stand-up comedy, and um, I really enjoy like doing different voices and so forth. So when I did the turn from a career to going into publishing my own book. I just implemented a program around the talents I already was given, and that was to do the voices and so forth. So story time turned into show time, and it was Milo and Lisa and, and so forth. But, yeah, that's how I, that's how I, <laughs> I was going to where I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's really interesting about that. You know, for you to take this on and want to help people, this has got to come from an emotional place, I think. I yeah. mean, because I've read your book. I mean, I've, I've looked at, you, you know, a lot of what you're trying to do and the people you're trying to help, right? Uh, so there's got to be an emotional aspect to this for you because, honestly, you are different. That's why I asked that Linda get you to bring you on the show. Because there, there is a deep sense that I get that you really care about helping people. And for somebody like me that's got as many um, little issues as I might have about writing, that is really important. What was this journey like for, for you? You know, what was it that you learned at an emotional level that contributes to making, making a successful author? For, for my personal yep. point was to obviously take what I've learned in the 13 years of being an author. And one thing is you have your book, but my rule of thumb and formula is that 90% is the author, 10% is the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we say that, you know, the best-selling book can sit on the box without a plan. And I realized that, that those books, when they came to my door, that there had to be a plan that I had to implement. And so I built the Milo and Lisa show, and it didn't happen overnight. I mean, obviously, 
practice makes perfect. I went out there, I volunteered my time, I read for for students and schools, and then I was asked to do some nonprofit work in the inner city by reading to uh, less fortunate families. I went into the Ronald McDonald House, I went into hospitals. So it was more, I was passionately connected to the message in the book, which was talk to God anytime, anywhere about anything. Milo finds his best friend. And I realized that those children needed to root, to have someone other than their parents or friends to count on, you know. Yeah. And I thought, well, here's my calling in life is to be this person to motivate and inspire children using my humor to implement the message. Mm. And it really kicked off on a, on a local level, then it went national, then it went international. So we put the books in Spanish as well. And I never thought looking back, Dr. Pat, that okay, books in hand, that that was just the key that opened up so many doors, you know, from doing missionary work in Peru to all around the book. I mean, it's, I mean, I, with my sense of humor, I thought, boy, God has a sense of humor. First, (laughs) the book's going in Spanish, and I'm a Sicilian as they come, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And I can't even speak Spanish other than hola and buenos dias, you know? (laughs) So here, here I am, you know, on this tour with this Latino group and going to Disneyland and what have you, and I'm thinking, all because I said nobody was going to stop me from doing what I was called to do, Right. period. Right. Period. Right. And I, that this is really the part of the conversation that I, w- I was so looking forward to having with you, because um, when an idea grabs a hold on you, and I'm talking about an idea where you have voice and you're coming out in the world, and, you, you know, you're, you, you've got this idea. And even though you've got a gazillion doubts that come up, you've got things that are coming up in your life, you don't think you can do it, you don't know how to start, you don't know where to begin, you don't know, oh, I'm not writing every day, all of this stuff that comes in, it still won't let go of you. It still doesn't let go of you. Uh, and, you know, for people that are in that place, you know, where they know that they're being called, to take their voice out into the world, but can't just can't seem to get the engine going. You know what I mean? That little mm-hmm. that little engine, right? That that you know that could, right? The train that could. What do we say to folks? Because honestly, I'm one of those people, and I've come to understand more about what was happening for me. And so, you know, now I'm I'm really passionate and committed. But even so, it is mind-blowing to even know where to begin, right? Well, it is, but the, the very first step is doing something about it. I think when I talk to people, I hear them talking themselves out of it, more than talking themselves into it. What is so wrong with believing in yourself and investing in yourself and doing something for yourself and quit putting these unrealistic goals you can enjoy. That's the trick in any career that you do. You gotta enjoy it. Yeah. And so when you put this pressure, and I gotta be on the best-selling list, and Wall Street Journal's gotta tell me, ah. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Because I'll tell you, just being in front of students, 500 kids, and doing what I love to do, and getting a check for it, I never was on the best-selling list in the, in the in the realm of the publishing world, but I I felt what I wanted, and that was to achieve the goal, and I couldn't believe it was an incredible experience. I got goosebumps. I wanted to cry when I got to read my story and do my program for the school. So quit talking yourself out of doing something that you really love doing. It's just 
one of the things I, I tell them, I use this analogy, I'm good for this. You know, when you when you do an instrument, when you go and say, maybe you play the guitar or whatever, can you imagine your parents dropping you off your first guitar lesson and saying, oh, my gosh, I'm putting all this money into it. You better come out as a rock star. My gosh, you, you suck the life out of enjoying to learn the keys and finally playing the first song. And So why the heck are you doing that with something to yourself and putting that kind of pressure on yourself? Just do it because you love to do it. And I'm telling you, the rewards will come if they're realistic. And I try to help the author step by step, make realistic goals, baby step the process, you know, and quit running against the, to the goal line without the football. Enjoy the process of it. But get it. Get it out there. Get it to somewhere. Start talking to publishing houses. Self-publish it so you own all the rights. You control the destiny of your own career. And the, the beautiful part is you're leaving a legacy behind, way beyond you. Your beautiful life has touched this world. Your book is going to be in generation after generation. And isn't that what you wanted in the first place? Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it's really interesting that we are talking about this because you're right. Um, we get so hung up on what we hear or what we go on the Internet or find or don't find. Um, and we forget that this this voice that's calling us forward to take this message out is really the leader of the pack. You know what I'm saying? It's really yeah, the leader. Exactly. I don't know when I discovered this, Lisa, but a long time ago. No, no, it's I'm sorry. It's not very long ago. You know, in my lifetime, 10 years is not long ago. I just want to say. But I discovered that I'm not the captain of the ship. I'm not the pilot. I'm actually the co-pilot. And there is this energy, this force, this God, whatever you want to call it, that really is guiding the ship. And so the question for me then becomes, how do I get better at paying attention to what the messages are? And, you know, this is really what, what people say to me when they come on air and they talk about their books. You know, they talk about as if the book took on a life of its own, a divine guidance, um, you, you know, some I've actually had some people on here. If you know anything about my show, right, they will yeah. tell you that another entity did write their book. They will tell you that. And I believe that, too. I, I believe just, that, I don't too. I take the credit. I do. Well, I we sh- listen. Yeah. We're the, instrument. we're the instrument that proposed that on paper, and we listened, and <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people will be so busy. Right. And they'll create so many negative things that they're like, okay, if you had two choices – to listen to the good voice that really cares about you, the one that's going to constantly put you down mm-hmm. and put everything in front of your, your major goals in life, I think I'd choose the one that's going to make me more positive. So, so in doing that, it's like, okay, you're being called to write. It's not going to go away. It's a seed inside of you. It does not go away. Doesn't it doesn't go. go. Yeah, exactly. We're, you know, and part of this is also, you know, understanding. Let's talk about this when we come back from break. You know, understanding what it's like to have a platform. What does that mean? Uh, and what if you don't know the title of your book? But what if you do know it? What are some of the things to expect? Uh, this is a great show, folks. Uh, and actually, I have a couple of questions that are coming in. Um, this is about this is about writing and having your voice be heard. For those of you out there that have called into the show and have have said, you know what, I really want to write a book. If you've got any questions at all about that, boy. Lisa's the person to ask it to ask those questions too. We have a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is the career of an author. You know, and by the way, how has publishing changed? You know, what is it that every one of us needs to know 
about a platform, publishing, social media, and more. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free, life-changing information. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough for your love, Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Lisa, before we uh, get going again, would you please let folks know how they can get a copy of your book? We're actually going to give a copy away in this segment, uh, but uh, how they can find out more about you, how they can find out about publishing. 
I definitely would encourage them to go directly to our website, halopublishing.com, H-A-L-O publishing.com, or they can go to Amazon. That's a quick way to purchase the book, Finding Your Voice. Just type in my name and you'll see all the books that um, I've written, and Felisa Umina, U-M-I-N-A, mm-hmm. and then uh, they'll find it. Uh, so uh, let's do this now. I'd love to give a copy of the book away. For those of you out there, first caller, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. First caller, we'd love to give you a copy of the book. Um, and again, Lisa, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, let's talk about what a pub, uh, what an author's career looks like. Um, I think we all have an idea of what it is. And as I said to you before, you know, I've done close to 7,000 interviews. I've read a lot of books in these past 10 years, um, self-help books, spiritual books. And, you know, in my mind, I had an idea of what it was like to do that. Uh, I've heard stories. The Chicken Soup for the Soul guys, Jack Canfield, had him on the show a bunch of times, talked about, what, 163 rejections. Um, and I would love for you to bring us current, you know, fast forward to where we are today, and what people should know about the the life and the career of an author. What are the things that are important to them? One of the most important is not to cut corners and try to find the cheapest route to oh. go, because obviously with the cheapest route, you get that kind of service. Mm. And I'm not saying that you have to do the most expensive either. But one thing for sure is interview your publishing companies that you are contacting. Yes, I like the idea of self-publishing because that's the route I took even 13 years ago was when there wasn't these kind of options because you do own all the rights, you control the destiny of your book, your dream, and the reality is if you have to go the, the you want to go the traditional publishing route with the big publishing houses, you have to get an agent. Normally their calendar print dates are 2 years out. You're going to lose what is it, 85 to 90% of your book royalties to your agent or publishing and to the bookstore. Mm. So you're walking with little money and you've done all the work. Mm. So it's important, you know, number one, going into this concept that you're not just going to be selling books out of the trunk of your car, right. that you're going to start a career out of this. And mm. what is the career? Yes, you got to show up just like you have to show up in life. You got to show up to sell your book. People want to hear you. They want to meet you. They feel your, your energy, what have they want a part of you, and that's that book. So for me, it's worked very well and because my books, uh, most of my books are children's books. I went into the schools, but I also teach publishing courses. So there's my Finding Your Voice book. So they want something to go home with. They can't grasp it all, and they want to just digest it on their own level. So you've got to set the stage, and you talked about this before break, the author platform. Yes, you have to be on Facebook. Yes, you have to tweet. Yes, you have to be on LinkedIn. Social media is the number way to get the word out about yourself and your book. I just had an author today call me. He just got his books in his hands, sold out. All he did was put an ad on Facebook about his first speaking engagement in the church, and he sold out of his books. So it's important, that Facebook moment, created that awareness. And you've got to do that. You've got to create the hype for your book. No one else does it better, and no one else is going to do it as good as you. And I coach people. That's when they come to the doors through Halo, and I hold their hand through the entire process. Hey, here's what you can do based on your book subject matter, on you. You like your comfortable speaking. Here's what you can do. And I set up a, a platform for them so they understand how to create a book event, how to set up a business plan, how to write that out, how to, how to implement that. 
You know, and if you're winging it, that's exactly how your book sales will look. That's exactly how you look. So you want to come out the door professionally, make sure everything's done legally, and that you're working with a company that takes care of you from A to Z through the entire process. And it's generally concerned about your, your, your message and you. You know, this is really kind of the, the thing that I think is so important to all of us, and that is getting in touch with your voice. And that's what you say, you know, finding your voice. You know, so often I think we get hung up on what we think we should be writing or, you know, what we think we want people to hear instead of writing what we're called to what we're called to write about. And, you know, I was sharing with you um, during the break or even before the show, you know, we were I was talking to you about how I found my my, you know, the dissertation that I wrote in my closet, my office closet. Right. Because we were cleaning out the closet. (laughs) And it's a big book. You can't miss it, right? But it's a big, fat, leather-bound book. And I found it, and I pulled it out. And uh, and I don't know who I was talking with about it. Maybe one of the folks, maybe it's Jessica. Um, but I pulled it out, and I sort of flipped through it. And I, I had this moment where I said, who wrote this? <laughs> I, I did. I, 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 I said to myself, who wrote this? Then I called Linda, and I said, I just I honestly— I don't remember writing this. Uh, first of all, it was emotional. Maybe that's part of it. But I don't remember. I, I mean, I read this book and I thought, oh, my goodness. I don't think I really did write it. And to this day, I think I was really guided to write it. Do you see what I'm saying? I know I yeah, wrote absolutely. it. You know what? I didn't hire yeah. anybody to write it. I mean, I wrote it. And also, you have to defend what you research. <laughs> so you have to write it and then you have to defend it, right? Uh, so I know I did that. But now looking back, I know I must have had an outer body experience in writing it. Well, I mean, and that's and that's why I say too. Sometimes people get this writer's block. Get out a piece of paper. Don't get to that computer. Start writing it out. Write it all out because it's going to help you to put those words on paper and then go back to it. You know, say like you said, same with me. I go back to my journals. I'm like, wow, that was beautiful. Ah. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, that was me. I wasn't quoting someone. So it, it it's just an affirmation to what you already know. You're called to be a writer. Oh, one of the let's just talk about this for a little bit uh, in terms of ebooks. We haven't mentioned that, and I think it's worth mentioning. Oh yeah, you know what an ebook is for folks, what role they play, and and are they consider and do we consider them books? What role do they play in the scheme of things? And and how does that fit, Lisa, with blogging? You know, everybody says blogging. Blogging's the thing. Blog. Uh, and for somebody like me, in order for me to write, I have to actually speak into a microphone and have it translated. You know, because like I said before, I'm a little learning different. So there's some things I do really well, and other things that I, I I've learned that I have okay. to do differently. Yeah. But how do these things all fit together? Well, blogging's real important. We had a author here um, who had a blogging site and she had a tremendous following. And what she did was she converted her blogs into a book, and she got picked up by several companies to sponsor her. She actually did a virtual tour on her book and how she did it from the blogging. What happens? So blogging is real important because you have the following of the writing. So just as another affirmation, confirmation, you're doing the right thing. The other part is is the ebook. The ebook. For, for me, is to come out now today in the 21st century, you got to have the tangible and you've got to have the e-version. Why not give your customers what they want? 
and I'll tell you, I was I was kind of skeptical. I'm in my 40s. You know, I still like that traditional hold the book in my hand, fold the corners down kind of thing. But I travel, and I don't have time sometimes to go to gate 440 to get the book at the bookstore. <laughs> right. So I'm at my gate. I have an Amazon account. Why wouldn't I download a book in 20 seconds before I'm boarding? You see my point? Yes. So it's there in any version, and why not give people that option? Some people even buy both because they want it, they left it at home, or I've got it on my iPad. Or it's, you know, so it's, it's, it's something you've got to do. You cannot come out backwards, not today, not in 21st century work. That is where the market's going. And I, I advise that. I say, hey, let's still do paperback because obviously people buy, are still buying those books. But definitely give your, your customers more options to buy your book. Yeah, more options to buy your book. And I'm kind of like you. You're right. You know, you're sitting there now. And now that people have the, um, oh, boy, what do you call them? Tablets. Right? Yeah. Uh, the whether Kindles, the notes, Kindles yeah. a great one. There's other ones out there that people have. Um, I can actually read on my smartphone, but that's, you know, I need my super three. three <laughs> yeah, 300 power glasses. Have you ever tried to read? But it's true. I mean, I, I, got a, <laughs> I got something that I really wanted to read, and I didn't have my laptop or anything in front of me, and I don't have a tablet. And so I was trying to read this. I got it read, but it was slow. It was very slow. No, and it's, yeah, but what's nice about an e-reader, because that's any version that could read an e-book, you can adjust the font size. And it was kind of comical. I did the same thing. I met this client. She said she had an e-book. She wanted a paperback. So I'm like, I better read her e-book before I talk to her to see if it's a fit for Halo. So I had it downloaded. I was traveling. I'm like, all right. So I'm reading it on my iPhone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this drives me nuts, my eyes. But, but it's there, and people want something readily, quickly, 20 seconds of download. It's the best way to get the book out, trust me. So, <laughs> Very, very, very fun. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that I also want to talk about when we come back is, you know, what do we do when we get stuck? You know, what happens in this world when we get stuck? Um, and, then, and then the age-old question, where do you start? Do you put an outline together? Do you put a table of contents together? Do you put the ending together? Do you put the title on? Or do you do it all? Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit themichellebondshow.com. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life. 
someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story. Go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane's D-R, T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at Wellness One. that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, Lisa, let's take a minute and give out your website again. And thank you, guys. Uh, the book has is gone. Um, let's let's give out your website and information. They can also there's a free download there as well. Please tell them about that. Yeah, you can download the publishing guide at halo h a l o publishing dot com. We'll send you out a copy. And if you do want to talk to one of us and or myself, please uh, put that in the comments, and I'll definitely. Schedule a time um, based on Dr. Pat having me on her show. Just mention that you heard me on her show, and I'll definitely set up a consult with you and talk about your book project. Super. Okay. The fun part. Actually doing something. <laughs> you and I were talking during the break, and I'm just going to tell everybody just real quick because it's a long story. I'm going to make it short. My first experience in going back to school at the age that I was and going back was going through six months of statistics, number one, a full year. I had a full year of statistics. That was number one. But number two was an insistent advisor having all of us, there were eight of us in this class, uh, sit down and do an outline for what our project was going to be about. This was, we knew the project, right? I could have written about this project till I was green. No. You can't write the project. You have to write the outline. She actually flunked somebody for not writing the outline. But I, I kicked and I screamed and I wrote the outline only to get it back and have it all read and stuff. So to this day, I believe that the way that I have to write my book is with an outline. 
true or false? <laughs> this is, we're going to do true, true or false. We're going to do true or false about the book, it's right? definitely true. Ah, no, no, tell me it's not true. Save me. I know. Just imagine to organize your thoughts. Oh, we have to do that. You have to because it organizes where each chapter is going to be talking, each subject matter, so that you know then basically it's going to be easier for you. It's your, it's your blueprint of your book. So I always say, number one, write for something you know, you know well, you're passionate about, something that you need to communicate that's close to you, that you can be an expert in that field for. Then, yeah, then you start doing the outline. You make out an outline of how you're going to unfold the book from start to finish. And then I always say, too, send it to someone, have them look at it, um, get some feedback from the first couple of chapters. We even offer a service we don't charge for the manuscript analysis. Send in first three chapters. We'll send you back a report. We do a readability test. We tell you if you how you're writing passive voice, grammatical errors, what have you. And if it's marketable, and we actually even give you a little bit of suggestions, uh, constructive criticism, to help you to continue the book. So why not use someone who's professional in the service in the industry to help you along with it? And then just, you know, again, just putting those, those ideas from that head into that paper is the biggest monumental step. And, and that's basically what I suggest, you know. And then obviously, once you're finished with getting an editor, please do not cut the corners to show up at a book event and you've got a typo in your dedication page or what have you. You've got to have someone look at that book professionally. You cannot say, I've looked at it. You've looked at it a million times. You're going to overlook those errors. So have someone professionally do it. No kidding, right? I actually, I have a friend. Think about what the blessing this is, right? Um, I don't have a friend that's an editor, but I, I do need to know an editor. I'm sure you help people find editors, too. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, if folks are listening and saying, oh, how do you know a good editor? That, a good editor. That is a process in itself. And can we just be clear about something? Because I think this is one of the most confusing aspects of this. An editor is not a ghostwriter, Correct. Exactly. All right. So can you tell people what a ghostwriter is before folks say, oh, okay, I need to go down that path? We we actually had an author that um, went to the step. She she said, I'm a speaker. I'm not a writer. That's me. That's me. So she would just tell what she wanted to talk about in the chapter, and then the editor would be the ghostwriter. She would put it. To um, to the words that needs to be for for it to be published. So then the author would read it, then go on to the next chapter. But it went chapter by chapter, and again the person would write down what they thought, what they had to say, and the editor would fill in the blanks. Basically, they are writing the story. They're just using your subject matter and basically the bullet points do what you want to com- communicate in your book. I love that, and you know I think what's kind of cool about this as we look at it is understand from your point of view, you know, and and what you've learned over time is to really know that there is a process. Because, you know, while I kicked and screamed about the outline, I am a process person. I mean, I actually see the world in terms of boxes. That's why when I finally sat down to do the research project, right, as I the the big fat book in the leather binder I told you about, Mm -hmm. I could do it. Because I, I think in terms of process. So I think in terms of relationships of things, right? That's why I do, I, I do, I love what I do. You know, there is a process. Now, what happens if people say, and I can hear this now, oh my gosh, but I'm so creative. You know, I mean, I don't work like that. I'm organic. 
like that, because that was my story for a long time until I had to do that outline. <laughs> right, but no one said this whole process wouldn't be humbling. I mean, as writers, we are humbled. <laughs> We're humbled in the process of the editor. I mean, I remember working with my editor time and time again. I had to get back the rewrites. Like you said, those red circles, and I felt like it was homework. And then in the subject line of the email, it says we're almost there after like the 15th edit. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I never realized writing this would be so hard. But at the end of the day, aren't you – I mean, you look back and you're so proud of it. And, and the, to add on to that, Mile in the Green Wagon was the, the hardest book I wrote. It was based on a true story. And I'm telling you, when I won the award for it, I'm like, you have no idea how much I deserve this award because it was so hard to write. It you know, it was a personal experience. It was writing from within and putting it on paper and being vulnerable into that aspect. But, you know, when you write, work with a really good editor, and we do have a wonderful team for that, children's books especially in that regard too, they get you to say what you have to say. You know, you can't have a 20,000-word children's book. And some people submit a manuscript. I'm like, no, 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 this is for a five-year-old. My goodness, you'll lose them on Chapter 2, and it's not even supposed to be a chapter book. So we do look at it like we want it to be marketable, so we do assign an editor that's going to make it sellable for the market. You know, that's what you want to come out the door with, is a, is a book that's going to sell. And part of this is there's a saying out there, right? Um, and I've heard some people come on my show and say this. I, I actually don't believe that this is – it can't be 100% true. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a Stephanie Meyer in the world. Um, You know, your book's not going to get you rich. And one of the things I think we're talking about today is that the book is just part of it. But you have to have a platform. And perhaps if you're in the self-help field, that platform turns into a coaching arena or a speaking arena. Um, You know, it's more than simply sitting down writing a book if you're talking about you know, something that's nonfiction or self-help, right? Um, I'm not sure what is it, is, is the world that you enter if you're going to write a novel, is that different? Well, getting to what you're saying about getting rich. Yeah. I mean, again, there, there's an unrealistic goal. What is, define that first to me, to yourself, right? As you're working with someone, what is your real goal? Thank you. Because a lot of people just say it. They'll just say, I want to get rich. Well, okay, but, well, there's steps to getting rich. I mean, for me doing my publishing company, I've owned it for over 12 years. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of sweat equity into this. It didn't just come overnight. No. I had a colleague say to me, oh, lucky you, you published <laughs> over 200 books. I'm like, my friend, finding a coin in the street <laughs> is luck. And you knew how much time and how many things I self-taught myself. Right. And the, the learning curves and the staying up till 3 in the morning days and nights. I mean, that is the last thing is it's luck. So to get rich, you got to have a plan. You need to have a plan, and you can be successful. I think that's what we really want to say, don't we, that we want to become successful Exactly. And, and that's what you have to define. What is successful for you? Right. Do you want to travel? Your family. Okay, now you're on a world tour. You'll never be home. Oh, I didn't want that. You said you want to get rich. You said you want to be famous. You went, oh, no, no. I just want my book to sell well. Okay, well, then define that. See, they just put these things out there, but you got to really define it, give it a definition, and then you can, you'll can you be happier with the results and just saying, oh, you're in the best-selling list. Well, I love that. I know. <laughs> I know. But you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Let's just let our listeners know. Uh, Lisa and I are going to be chatting a little bit, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to work together, and maybe we'll be able to create something that will show you, uh, you know, and demonstrate 
you know, what this journey is like. And maybe you'll be able to join us. We've got something really cool that we're going to be talking about. You guys out there, we're going to take a short break. Michael Shane is in the house. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of your love, There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. 